Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Welcome to this episode of Kennedy Saves the World. It is the most special happy hour we've ever had. I told you we were going to have a bear-themed cocktail for Fat Bear Week, but we have an actual bear in the studio. I'm trying to not be fat. I mean, I'm trying You're to not cut fat. Back You're very counts. trim. Okay. Trim bear. Okay. This is Brett Bear. So we have America's most trusted news person and Brett Bear both in the studio. No, that's good. Fantastic. <laughs> so this is a cocktail, a mocktail, uh-huh. of course, called a honey bear. Okay. But it's spelled B A I E R because if you were making a real Honey, honey bear, bear, you'd make it with bourbon. Ah. But if I were making this with alcohol, I would make it with scotch. Ooh. So what I've done is, according to the recipe, I ah. made a citrus sage simple syrup okay. with cane sugar, honey, orange slices, and sage leaves. Wow. And so you reduce that for about an hour, and it makes this wonderful simple syrup, uh, which we, we have here. Uh-huh. So uh, I've measured it out, so we'll uh, do a nice perfect pour for each of us. Wow. There's that. You know, and, and I would use Were like, you a bartender? No. I just I really like mixing drinks. I like mixing drinks the way I like baking. Um I just like ratios and creative flavors. And and so I'm directions. Sometimes. But I've found that when you freestyle and you have an idea of what you want, it's okay. Okay, so this is the Apple cider, since it's apple cider season. Okay. And that goes on top of the, what would be simple syrup and bourbon. Mm -hmm. Wow. So I was a bartender. Bartended. What was your favorite thing to make? You know, what was my favorite thing to make? I liked Manhattans. Yeah, for sure. You have a certain sense in those. Mm -hmm. Uh, I had a lot of people that liked Long Island iced teas, which were a little tough. (laughs) Where was this? This was at Applebee's in Hilton Head, South Carolina. That's absolutely right. Back in the day when you had this... Do the airplane bottles? Uh huh. So if you ordered a Long Island really? iced tea, that's like it was fifteen a, bottles. A lot of bottles. So how did you not get carpal tunnel syndrome? Well, yeah, it was a lot of opening. Yeah, this is a lovely little mixology. Yeah. So here, you know, it's like you got to give it a good stir. We're not shaking. Okay. Oh, then before you, before the you start, we need um, fresh sage leaves mm-hmm. and uh, orange slices to bring out. The sage citrus simple syrup, which of course, because it's a honey bear, B A I E R, it's made. The simple syrup is made also with honey. Wow! So, uh, to your new book, to rescue the Constitution. Cheers! And to Brett Bear making it Thank to happy you. hour. Mm. Oh, that's good! Wow, that's really actually really good. Mm-hmm. You could taste how it would taste. Yeah, exactly. With the scotch. If if there were actual scotch in it, you would see how that would work yeah, into fantastic, the recipe. Actually. Thank I you. I may have to get the recipe for that. Yeah, the, the overlords here where we work, they don't want us consuming. Actually drinking. Yeah, which we would never do. That's why I mean, it's a mocktail. I do have to go. <laughs> you do. <laughs> in other news. <laughs> Israel schmizrael. That's what I've always said. Wow, that is good. So... 
big news weeks mm. like this, how do you stay balanced? Because it seems like you're on the air a lot. You're yeah. on the air obviously more than just your show, which you oftentimes are, but especially during, you know, crises, wars, incursions, yeah. debate weeks. So how do you how do you keep the balance in terms of the information that you have to input into your brain? Yeah. You know, it's like talking to sources, talking to reporters, balancing your time and then reducing it all as you would a simple syrup into a broadcast. Yeah. That's a good question. It is a lot of incoming. I try to take, um, in all honesty, I try to get in a room, unplug my phone, put it aside, and sit for five minutes of silence. Okay. And I do that like twice or three times a day. Wow. Yeah. And I, honestly, it, it centers me, okay. and then I can absorb whatever. And I'm reading social media, and I'm talking to sources, and I'm I'm on the air a lot. So it's okay. It's good. Um, but you do have to unplug for a little bit just yes. to get your mind like back in check. So what do you do when you're not working? Like, are you still fielding calls and emails? In a or... time like this, you kind of are. I yeah. mean, it's nonstop. And the hours obviously are different. They're seven hours ahead in Israel. And, uh, you know, I'm talking to people in the Middle East. I just got back from Saudi Arabia and, um, you know, how they're playing all of this and what they're doing next. You know, they were really close to this normalization deal with Israel. Yes. And um, this is probably part of this attack is that how close they were, Iran and Hamas and Hezbollah really didn't like that. Yeah, they wanted to tank Screw it. it up. So, you know, you talk about normalization. One of the things that struck me was Qatar's response to this. Totally. Qatar, sorry. Um John Bolton used to say Qatar, and so I was like, oh, that's how you say it, because he knows everything. But everyone's like, no, it's Qatar. <laughs> so they get the World Cup. They had the Formula One race last week. They're, they're trying to be mainstream, but then they come out in support of Hamas. They so, said Israel alone is responsible for the attack. Yes. That's crazy. It's a statement that is way out there for a country that we've, you know, established relationships with. We have U.S. troops as a part of a big base in Doha all throughout the Iraq war. And, you know, they're trying to normalize their relations with us. And yet that's where they come out first. You know, the statement came out right away. So Saudi Arabia's was much more couched and then they they, it kind of evolved even further, saying they were really concerned about civilian casualties. So I think that uh, you may start seeing the Saudis tone back their Palestinian support. Okay, which makes sense. But it's almost like Qatar was Rashida Tlaib, yeah. who came out like, you know, Israel is an apartheid state. We have to look out for the Palestinians. And then... Saudi Arabia is like AOC, who's mm -hmm. like, you know, this is unacceptable. Let's we can't look at it. Yes. And, and we have to have a ceasefire. We can't have any more civilian deaths. But it's, it's interesting to see in such a polarized time, people jockeying to get on a team as opposed to having to be rational and look at everything and go, okay, instead of just giving a hot take, which others, an entire section of the population, let's try and get some facts here yeah don't go anywhere more kennedy saves the world right after this this episode is brought to you by shopify whether you're selling a little or a lot shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage no matter what stage you're in shopify's there to help you grow 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Have you seen anything like this? Never, never. I mean, never. Not like this. I mean, there, there's been violence and there's been horrible things and atrocities, but not at this level, not at this type, um, and not this coordinated. It was complex. They had to be planning it for months and months and months. Yeah. It's not like an automatic thing. This is money flowing in. This is planning. This is getting green light and then doing it. Yeah, and it's also, I mean, and that's what struck me is like the level of coordination. You know, and it, 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 it wasn't just the timing, but it seems as though... Hamas and Iran conceivably had super intelligence, yeah. whereas Israel and the U.S. were caught flat-footed. So Israel is interesting. They usually have fantastic intelligence. But yeah. I think that the controversy around Netanyahu, what was happening splitting the party about the Supreme Court, the talk of normalization with Saudi Arabia had everybody's head other places. And when they saw things start to happen, they saw it as just another you know, practice for something long, long time away. And yet it was just around the corner. Yeah. Like next week. Who do you think is going to be president after the election next year? You're talking about U.S. president? Yes. Well, we have a long way to go, Kim. Is that that Donald Trump calling? This was, don't answer that question. Someone just said, whatever you do, say, you know, I I honestly am most up in the air about this. I, I think we could have totally different candidates than we have now. I also think that it's possible that it's Trump and Biden and it's a battle to the end. Is that exciting for you? Like for me as as a news consumer and, you know, more of an analyst and kind of stir, like that's fun for me. (laughs) I I love it because you really don't know what's going to happen. And it's like, I'm a libertarian. My person is never going to be president. I've come to accept that. So no matter what happens, it's not my guy or gal in there. So it's like, then at least let it be absolute insanity and mm-hmm. it looks like it could be that way it could you know and it's like i see nikki haley talking about israel i'm like wow she really sounds like she knows what she's talking about you see some of those polls where she's beating desantis in new hampshire yeah. and you know she is surged after the debates and you go you know if if trump drops out or gets arrested or incarcerated is she the next one in line it's possible she's made a move, clearly. I mean, she's raised a lot of money. She's moving up in the polls. Every time Trump has been indicted, every time something's happened, his polls have gone up. So, you know, if he goes to prison for one of these things, what happens? Well, they move the resolute desk into his Maybe, cell. maybe. It's that strange, that bizarre. So do I like it? I don't think it's good for the country, yeah. all of this stuff, but do I think that it's interesting and fascinating and people will tune in because they want to know the future of what's happening? Yeah. Yeah, I do think that. Did you pick the right line of work? I think I did. Yeah. Shoe salesman was not going to cut it. <laughs> were you Size also 10? shoe salesman yeah. while you were bartender? Applebee's bartender? No, but <laughs> yeah. I did deliver food. And I went to house to house and delivered food after I got off my job as a, a TV reporter. And, mm-hmm. and um, I said... Hi, and they said, "Wait, aren't you the reporter on Channel 6? And I'd say, "Yes." Did you order the calzone? You know, I mean, literally, I was just small market TV. Everyone needs a side hustle. That's right. So, you know, after you're done with this, how do you see? Like, would you have another form of employment? Are you going to go to medical school or something? No, 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 no. I think this is it: writing books and uh, covering news. Do you love writing books, or is it stressful? I really love it. Yeah, I really love it. If this had the scotch. 
um, that's my equation. I get a cocktail. I work for two hours. Mm-hmm. I bounce back and forth in like this this ping pong match with my researcher and co-author. Yeah. And um, and it's like a quilt, and we put it all together, and then make this thing that has. Um, I think is really cool. A narrative of a soda straw issue in history that is readable. Yeah. You know? And, and that, that is your specialty is, is finding, you know, whether it's three days or just a sliver instead of trying to explain everything, which can mm-hmm. be overwhelming, you really find the sliver and then you get such a good sense of the players and the context. Yeah. And it's it's nice for the reader because we get to live in that moment. Right. And so, yeah, it's not Chernow. It's not yeah. 800 pages. It's not like a real um, historical textbook or something. It is a look that you're in the room, ideally, yeah. and can feel it. So this one is about George Washington and about the founding. And there's so much that we I just didn't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I knew a lot about it, but I didn't know this granule detail and some of the characters and how rich that moment was and how we as a country almost didn't form. And we almost fell apart. There were a lot of people that said, you know what, forget this. Let's just go back to British rule. Absolutely. I mean, that's that's much easier. It's like moving back into your parents' house. Like, <laughs> hell, I can't come up with a down payment. Mortgage rates are too high. Yeah. Mom's always got food in the fridge. They were ready to punt. Yeah. And Articles of Confederation were supposed to hold everything together. It wasn't. And um, at that moment is the Constitutional Convention. And that's the soda straw moment of George Washington stepping up to the plate again. If he were short, would he have been able to save the nation? I don't know. He was tall and yeah. statuesque and... We look at him as like godlike, but he was a human yeah. and he had some faults. Was he a jerk? I don't think so. I think he was like a really respectful guy. I think he was, he really loved his wife, yeah. Martha. And all he wanted to do was get home to Mount Vernon. That was all he wanted. But every time he went home, they pulled him back in. Like the Godfather. Yes, exactly. Every time I try to get up, they pull me, pull back, me back in. in. Damn you, Alexander. Wear the sweater. Yes. <laughs> Um, so to rescue the Constitution, everyone should get it. This is a great holiday gift. And I also appreciate you have respect for the reader because a lot of people don't have two weeks to spend on one book. Yeah. They they want something because it gets overwhelming. If you've got a book that's too long. You don't get much, through it. No. And then you end up getting maybe a quarter of the way through it and you feel like a failure. But this people can conquer. They can go on the journey with you. Yeah. And uh, you have done a phenomenal job. So Thank I'm you. very excited to read this. Thank you. And then I will pepper you with annoying questions. Good. And I also do the audio books. Oh, I'd like to. Yeah, I also do the audio books. So you can, you know, if you're on walking or you're on exercising, yeah. you just, there I am reading for you. Yeah. You, you don't even you have to read. Me. You've got a treadmill desk. <laughs> yeah, How do. many miles do you log a week? You know, I walk, you know, five miles a day. Really? Yeah. So do you have like 15,000 steps a day? I do. Damn. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah. You'd think I'd be thinner, but I, I drink a lot of honey bears. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants you to be thin. Okay. No one wants a manorexic newsman. You, you need you some really, substance. You need, you need a substantial person for these difficult times. Thank good. Would you ever run for office? I don't know the answer to that question. Interesting. I like uh, what I'm doing now. But if they if they drafted you for like a senate seat, because being a senator, you know senators, it seems like a pretty great job. Mm. Maybe I'll have some scotch with this honey bear. That's absolutely right. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna top that off. Let you do your show, and uh, thank you for coming by. Yeah, thanks for having me. Can't wait to read the book. It's out. 
to rescue the Constitution. Brett Bear. Thank you. Happy. And now my, my week is complete. I told you we would have a bear cocktail. We had a bear mocktail. The happy bear. I will post it on X. Uh, along with Brett Bear, this has been Kennedy Saves the World, and I'm Kennedy. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts and Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. Oh, go ahead and leave me a review while you're there. I'd love to hear what you have to say. You've been listening to Kennedy Saves the World on the Fox News Podcast Network. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, subscribe and listen to the Trey Gowdy Podcast. Former federal prosecutor and four-term U.S. congressman from South Carolina brings you a -a one-of-a-kind podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com.